0: I feel weird going in with no notes. I have no notes for this. You feel so naked. I know. I so no. My, my, my brain's naked is the problem. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Roger, roger. What's our vector, Victor? I have
1: come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. I know that,
2: Mr. Man. They also call them cereals. I'm not stupid, you know. The
1: story is ludicrous. You can imagine where it goes from here. He fixes the cable. In the 21st century, a weapon will be invented like no other. This weapon will be powerful, versatile, and indestructible. It can't be reasoned with. It can't be bargained with. It will feel no pity, no remorse, no pain, no fear. It will have only one purpose, to return to the present and prevent the future.
0: This weapon will be called... The Terminator.
2: You're dead, honey.
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger is... The Terminator. Your future is in its hands.
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, out there in cyberworld. It is After Dark. It is Black Dog Video that makes this the Black Dog After Dark Video Podcast, aka Black Dog After Dark or
1: Black Dog AD.
2: We are sitting here in Black Dog Video on Commercial Drive in Vancouver. My name is Dylan Reimer. I am a stand-up comic and occasional employee of Black Dog Video. And sitting to my right, as always, is...
1: I'm Alex Chisholm. I'm also an employee of Black Dog Video and the Rio Theater down the street where I work as a programmer. Um, I am Darren Gay. I
0: am occasional owner of Black Dog Video on uh, Commercial Drive. And that's about all I do. Because sometimes I own it. Yes. You know, uh, Well, you always say you're your occasional employee, but you work here like... Three four days a week,
2: uh, not that really. Yeah, at least three days a week. Oh, it feels like so much less. Three three days a week. Um, yeah, and and we are here to uh, feel like
0: so much more to me.
2: Well, yeah, well, it's because you you are literally shackled to the place.
0: No, I mean, feel, feel like you work here. Way oh more yeah, yeah. Well,
2: I just started yeah. turning up.
0: Because yeah, your 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 musk is all over the movies. <laughs> That's
2: right. I, I when you're not around, I <laughs> I just spray. That's spray everything. Really. Uh, the, the romantic comedy section. <laughs> Uh yeah, and tonight we uh, are talking about the 1984 James Cameron classic, um, Piranha uh, Two: or, 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 The Spawning. Uh, no, but no, but close, no. close though. It, it is the Terminator, the the, the lesser known of. Uh, there's the Piranha universe and then the Terminator universe. Right. Everyone loves Piranha, mm-hmm. Piranha Two. Everyone saw it, you know. Everyone's uh, going as
0: piranhas for there, Halloween. There was
2: like a, a stream of of Piranha sequels there, in, in there's 3D. There's... Yep. But uh, that no, we're gonna talk about the far lesser known um, tech noir thriller, Ooh. which is the name of the nightclub. Uh, right. The Terminator, starring a young buck with a lot with a lot of spring in his step, Michael Bean, a, a lot of ambition, yes, uh Michael Bean and mm-hmm. um and, and several uh and uh who's the one from Aliens? Oh, Lance Henriksen.
0: And also from Aliens, uh Bill Paxton. Oh yeah, Bill
2: Paxson's in this. Yeah. We are talking about the Terminator. We all went and saw it at the Rio. Now that everything is is open again more or less, mm-hmm. you know, responsibly open, we all have had our vaccinations and it's been a couple of weeks. Get so vaccinated. We, so so the so the, the three hosts and the one uh, tech guy, that's Greg, right. we we all went down to the Rio Theater at Commercial and Broadway and watched The Terminator last Friday night and late uh, night.
0: That's that's the, the first late night movie I've been to the theater, the Rio Theater. Since the very first late night real theater movie, Friday the Thirteenth, re- re- way back re- in the late day,
2: night? Oh, okay. back in
1: 2008,
0: that first Friday wow. the Thirteenth. Wow, so it's been yeah. how many years is that? Like 40 years since I've been there. Yeah, something at, like that, at least. Yeah. Uh,
2: if my math is correct, it's been 132 years. That is correct. Yes. Um. Yeah, and uh, you know, um, now this was really none of our picks. <laughs> it just came so, up. So let's just start with Alex. What well, was Be- your
1: pick? Because was, it, was it my pick? It was your pick. You insisted we need to watch something better known because well, we're too obscure. Well, occasionally. <laughs> uh, you felt the need to pander. There, so. There's
2: this crazy idea that maybe uh, more people would listen to our podcast if yeah. we talked about movies that more people had seen. Okay, yeah. as it was my pick then, I'll talk about my first experience with uh, The Terminator. Ooh. Uh yeah well um he, he showed up mm. in, in grade 1 naked with a bouquet of roses
0: <laughs> yeah he dropped out of the sky naked <laughs> in your classroom
2: that's right and then he ripped out my teacher's heart and put on his clothes oh awesome no uh this was a movie that I was always that I was curious about when I was a, a, a kid because um in I guess 1985 it probably was released on Super Channel which is, uh, this is going to sound like a crazy idea, guys, because we are in a highly profitable video store right now. But they used to put movies on TV, and you paid a service to see that. the latest movies, and As, it, was, it was called Super Channel. Well, they
0: weren't they weren't really the latest movies either. They're movies that had already been on video. Also, they were they would show like the same three movies every day for like a week.
2: Yeah. It, well, I never had Super Channel, I didn't know. Oh well. so, so what, we <laughs> what are you re- bragging about? So though? what we relied on was it was about twice a year they would have a super channel free weekend to, I remember like, to that, try yeah. and lure in
0: uh <laughs> and they, they victims. Put all, and they put all the like the, the bigger, you know, flashier films on there.
2: Yes, like the like The Terminator. Uh or what I was most interested in was the animated series Inspector Gadget, which you had to be some kind of rich hoity toity kid to to see. Anyway, um, so they had these uh, free weekends, and I, of course, was not allowed to watch the Terminator. No, nor was I what allowed kind of to watch. What you have? I, monsters. I, I remember the weekend in particular. It was an American Werewolf in London. The Terminator. And Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan, and that's, The Dark Crystal were, were all released that weekend. That's a
0: pretty good lineup.
2: And I was allowed to watch The Dark Crystal and Wrath of Khan, which I think is probably scarier than The Terminator. Both of them are probably scarier than The Terminator.
0: Those, are the, those four movies, those are the, the worst two of the four, I would say. I, well,
2: I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Go. Like,
0: I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying uh, American you, Werewolf you, and Terminator you know, are way better. Your
2: generation just has to go ranking everything. I'm always I'm, I'm I would say right. the worst one is actually an American werewolf in London. We don't have to get into it, but you know, I I think that's an overrated film.
0: It's good it's a good movie.
2: Um it's a good Amazing film. Amazing movie. It's a good whatever. We're we're not going to start with that. Anyway, so I was not allow- so I was not allowed to see the Terminator and I assumed that I had seen it right up until we went and saw it the other night at the Rio Theater here in Vancouver, and it was about 15 minutes in that I realized that I'd never actually sat down and watched this movie. You've never seen The Terminator? Well, it's on TV all the time, so you watch it in patches here and there, and maybe it was on at a party or something. It it was never something that I actually sat down and paid attention to. Yeah, and you
1: didn't sit down and pay attention to it the other night either. You yacked (laughs) through the whole damn movie. I threw up? Basically, a lot of verbal...
2: Oh, were you you that... Some old librarian shushed me about halfway through. That's I actually,
1: right. I actually want to watch the movie. When I know? was when
2: I was whi- when I was whispering hilarious yeah. jokes to Darren, who is sitting right next. to me. Because we
1: him. all know how much you love people talking through your stand-up sets. But
2: anyway, don't don't fine. don't be dissing librarians. Librarians are cool. Oh, I've never met a librarian that I could stand. <laughs> if I've my, ever my, see one, I'm, I'm going pu- to push her right <laughs> into <the> traffic. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, anyway, so yeah, my, actually, so, so, tec- I, 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 so technically I, I, my first my first experience of watching the Terminator start to finish um, was Friday night at the Rio Theater.
1: Watching we we use that term loosely. Too. I, uh, I, Alex was. actually sh- actually shushed. I did shushed Dylan at one point. I know. I just <laughs> want to. watch. just with... Oddly enough, we just you know it's like trying to read an article and have someone constantly tap on your shoulder. Well, you're you're the, right. You, I just you, like to. Let the spell of the movie. Take I was over. trying
2: to get away from you the whole time, but you kept like <laughs> like sidling up to me and yeah, s- you put up. your hand on my knee at one point. Uh-huh. It was really weird, and you're like, "Why don't you reach into my popcorn nice, and bucket, Dylan? Nice smoke there's, a su- there's a surprise at the bottom." And I'm like, yeah. "No, weird librarian, stay the hell away from me." <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, so Alex, seeing as you're so incensed, what is your first impression of the 1984 James Cameron classic, The Terminator?
1: Well, I wanted to see it right away because Entertainment Tonight, there used to be a companion show as well, Entertainment This Week. People don't realize, but if you look back in the 80s, Entertainment Tonight and Entertainment This Week was a l- had more substance to it than the show now. In the early, they want days, a, they, like they wanted Leonard, a Peabody, Malton, I think Leonard Malton would review and Pulitzer. stuff, and they would actually do a more kind of slightly more serious uh, bit of reporting on movies. And I remember they showed scenes from this upcoming Terminator and looked like the best thing ever. They showed the scene in the nightclub when Arnie confronts her. And I remember thinking this movie looked incredible, but I was too young to see it in the theater. I was only 12 in 1984. This movie was, you know, for grownups. I first saw it on pay TV, Super Channel. Pardon me, I saw it. um, Did you see it in The Free Weekend? no we actually had it you could afford the uh we had it yeah the the super super we 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 didn't have it very long and a lot of it was because the movie selection like they just kind of flogged it's pretty pretty poor and uh we but we watched the Terminator my mother my sister and I and i remember we were completely blown away by it was your mom' and blown I've seen away? it a few, Yeah, we all were and I've seen it a few times since then and including just at the beginning of the lockdown I watched it cuz I own a dvd of it show sure. off and I watched it at the beginning of the lockdown yeah it's a it's a favorite of mine
2: how about you d Darren, um, owner I, and proprietor of black dog video I'm
1: sometimes owner i actually saw it in the theater when it
0: came out because i was of age i was 19 in 1984 wow. um yeah i loved it i've loved it ever since i've seen it a few times since then and i i was blown away when i saw it you know being a 19 year old stoner it was great that's exactly what i wanted to see
2: I, I never knew you were so much older than me and Alex.
1: I am yeah. that much older than you wow. and Alex. Um, hey, wait, you could have, you could hey, have totally hey, bought me should. booze back then. If I were drinking at the age of twelve, I could have. I would have
2: bought, you I
0: would a, have bought you a booze if you were twelve years
1: old
2: yeah. for sure. But you would have been surprised because he's a Dartmouth kid, right? It's like you want how much? <laughs> yeah, you want? You want right? Eight eight bottles of one fifty one and of a slash? I mean kindergarten. Anyway, whatever. Um so uh w- what do we have to say about The Terminator? I I think I think it- there's a consensus here that we all very much enjoyed it. Yeah,
1: it was a- it was a blast to watch again. Yeah. Um yeah, I loved it as much as ever.
2: It's it's just it's terrific. Um now what It's
0: it's it's what it's funny to go back and watch it because it's an 80s film and you know I'm a, or a, I don't know if we're all big fans of 80s films. I'm a big fan of 80s films. Just for just for like the clothing, the music, just the the hair, cars, everything, you know, it's just all of that stuff. I love eighties films. And as I assume you guys
1: do the as hair, well. The hair, the cars, the music.
0: All that stuff. All that jazz. I made know? the
1: eighties great.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love I love going back and watching eighties films. That's what I, I'm going through a going through like a little wave right now. I'm watching a lot of seventies stuff, but I love watching the eighties stuff as well. And just and this is this movie is pure eighties, all that hair, the, yeah. the, the, the the clothing, the cars, the that terrible technoy. You know, uh, keyboard, soundtrack kind of stuff. So, yeah, it just made the, this movie even more fun for me. And, the, you know, the uh, the makeup, it's like sometimes it's a little dodgy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like uh, when it's close up with Arnold Arnold's face when he's gouging out his eye or whatever. Um, the stop motion animation I loved in it. So, I, yeah, see, there's a lot I, of things I really like about this and movie.
2: The thing, see, I don't think that, like, um, any, any particular aspect of the special effects, like the stop motion or, or the rubber mask that Arnold's wearing when he's, like, ripping on his eyeball or whatever – is in any way distracting? It's just like, okay, well, they they had they, this is a six and a half million dollar budget film, mm-hmm. which is interesting in contrast to Terminator 2, which was a 100 million dollar film. I mean, just well, it, it's yeah. remarkable. It's like they, they well, he <laughs> invested had, 94 million more dollars in the sequel well, he made than the he,
0: original. Well, he made a good. They made a good profit on this movie.
2: Oh yeah, of course they did, and and they weren't really expecting to. No. But but it, it, with regards to the 80s thing. What stands out to me were basically the clothing, the hairstyles.
0: Yeah, especially uh, 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 Linda Hamilton and her, her her awesome hair.
2: Amazing hair. Yeah. Um,
1: I love her roommate, Ginger's hair. Yeah, too, she was I, and her, little.
2: I loved her Walkman. That, that she's, even during sex, she's listening to her she's, Walkman. She's
1: got to be listening to music and, and, and the music all the, the time. And
2: it's the same tape. Uh, I think The Lizard was very 80s. Right. <laughs> the Lizard I found very distracting. It's, it's like my only critique of this movie is why the hell, A, did they, they had a pet iguana. Right. Why not? No, okay, but the thing is, it was never in its terrarium. It it, it was always. Oh, what How did you, get, you gotta I, let it roam around. I, I'm fine with it roaming around too. I mean, I wouldn't be if I lived with them as a roommate. I'd be like, you yeah. want to put that fucking lizard and back in its terrarium? I would say. Is that is that a euphemism? Constantly. For something? Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> we do- um. Anyway, but like at one point, it's on top of a bookcase, I think, mm-hmm. and then and then it's on top of the fridge. Yes. These things can't. Climb refrigerator. Yeah,
0: they can they can climb.
2: How, how does it? How does a, a an it's iguana it's an climb igua- a
0: smooth
2: refrigerator? Well, how it's this
0: also it a cluttered apartment. Maybe it, maybe it jumped top up top there. there.
2: So there's a pile of stuff for the lizard to climb to the top of the Apparently refrigerator.
0: Apparently there on. is. Yeah, we had it. We had an iguana um, one time. Actually, we probably a, probably shouldn't say this out loud but we uh, smuggled an iguana back from Mexico when we we're uh, you're kids. under
2: arrest yes. I am an undercover well, iguana f- smuggling operator it was
0: it was in the late 70s and we we're vacationing in Mexico I can't remember where and uh, my parents okayed my brother and I to smuggle an iguana home in our carry-on back to Ontario
2: <laughs> my next question was where did you smuggle it it was
0: in the care was in the we had a carry-on bag and um, we had a couple of, like stuffed uh uh, puffer fish that were blown up as
2: Th- that's that's and illegal. So, so you so smugg- we, we... you smuggled the one illegal thing and the other illegal thing. Well,
0: the, the the puffer fish were they were dead. They were like they sold them on the beach kind of thing. Right, so right. So we put those on the top of the bag, and uh, I remember the the customs guy went to like look in there and he like cut he got, like jabbed in the hand. Good Lord, you... from the <laughs> from the puffer fish. You booby so trapped the uh, the iguana was in the bottom of the bag. And then so, yeah, we just took it on the plane. I don't think there were scanners back then because we didn't get scanners or anything like that. They would have saw an iguana. Yeah. And so we brought it back, and uh, it lived in our house until it got too big, and then we gave it to a pet shop.
2: Wow. Right. So what did you do yeah. with the puffer fish? How big did it fish get? puffer was dead. I know, but like – Oh,
0: I, I probably hung it up in my room or something like that. Uh, how big did it grow?
2: I was about it like uh, about maybe two Whoa. feet, maybe two and a half
0: Holy feet. Holy moly. Yeah, but it would, it would climb all over the place. Like we yeah. would always find it on, my, on hey. the top of the um, – the
1: curtain rod in my brother's bedroom.
2: I'm surprised. Yeah, it I can't believe like fluff it, flush it on the toilet. This like an is alligator. wild
1: and crazy, but you know, plausible in its own way. Time travel. Killer cyborg movie, and you're just concerned about how a iguana got on top <laughs> of hey the Hey man, I'm te- Look, <laughs> like, it's the, like that's more unbelievable than time. A trial. movie
2: is only as realistic as its details. I guess. That's true. I, Alfred Hitchcock said that. But the iguana is it, in another universe. Are we
0: are we going to uh, run through the plot? Is that we're going to? All I'm saying is, well, we how, does, do how does iguana,
2: how does an iguana how oh. does an iguana scramble up the side of a smooth refrigerator? Smooth refrigerator. <laughs> I love that Chardonnay song.
0: Um, is that Chardonnay,
2: Chardonnay, Chardonnay is a wine, isn't it? It's Chardonnay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'll that's un- my punk band. I, I guess my point Chardé is, Chardé. Is, is like the few attempts at humor in this movie did not land for me at all.
0: I, what what humor was in this movie?
2: Well, it's like the I think the, the roommate with the Walkman dancing around all the time is supposed no, to be I like funny. until she got murdered? Well, I didn't, okay, like, I, I, I didn't... It's
1: not so much supposed I, to be funny, but it explains why she doesn't hear her boyfriend being brutally terminated. Yeah, you'd still well, you hear all the smashing Because those Sony oh, yeah, headphones were, totally were
2: my God, those foam plastic headphones back in the day. <laughs> they were so, totally so deadening. They were totally immersive. They drove people crazy because if you closed your eyes, you thought you were actually in the studio. In the band. Listening to uh, Party all the time. No, what drove people crazy was Say your endless
1: banner during the <laughs> screening. But,
2: <laughs> but all, okay, I, I I do not begrudge James Cameron for putting the lizard in there. I just wondered why. Stop begrudging him. I guess it was fun. You should have had a flying. I piranha. guess it was fun to have the lizard have awesome. in the movie. Like I guess, and I, I don't I don't even know why it bugs me so much, but it's, it was just completely unnecessary. And in a movie like The Terminator, I'm not really looking for moments of levity. I'm, you know. Well, the, I
0: think I think in in movies like The Terminator, when it's pretty balls of the wall action or walls of the ball, whatever it's called. But
2: balls, balls and walls. walls. Balls and
0: walls. Except um, you you gotta have a little bit of levity. You gotta have a little bit of. You can't just have just like a straight. Bruh. You have to have a little bit of up and down. You know, a little bit of. Hey, I, lo- hey,
2: I, hey. I, I love the uh, trombone <laughs> m- motion you made <laughs> with your hand
0: there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just just one one note kind Which of.
2: Which traditionally. Is the noise you make oh, when a joke me. doesn't land?
0: Right. Anyway, well, yeah. Well, the, 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 it wasn't funny, but it it pretty inconsequential. I know because we're we're watching the movie, and I think at least twice, maybe three times, you leaned over and said, Guanas can't climb things. This is fucking absurd." Well,
2: no, they can't climb. <laughs> they can't not things. Well, Gordon
0: to Darren, they can. He they sure can. One. I'm sure. Although that, my brother didn't have a refrigerator. Well, in his what bedroom, would
2: you know? So. You. I don't know. You probably terrified the poor thing by by violating it with a a dried husk of a of a of a, of a, of a an already <laughs> violent fish. <laughs> well, the the puffer so fish thing, is not this, a
0: violent fish.
2: It puffs. Yeah, and, it's, and it's spiky. That's it's the Terminator of fish, actually. <laughs> well, it it's like the liquid metal Terminator. It doesn't
0: go after people. It's a, it's a protection thing, so it doesn't get eaten by other bigger yeah, fish.
2: That load of good that did your you're dried up. Yeah, well, fish. we did,
0: I did a lot of things I'm, st- I'm not proud there's of. There's no it, way, by
2: it. the way, post 9/11, you're bringing a no a, a, a spiky fish or an iguana. On well, a no, plane. The, well,
0: the I think the, spik- the spiky fish, you probably still can, although I don't. Could you hijack a plane I, with I, a spiky I, fish? No, no. I,
2: actually, the iguana is more likely.
0: Well, no, you can't bring live animals from one country to the next we 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 took it out of its natural habitat which oh, was our which Osama was, which bin which
1: Laden was, ruined it for and everyone and triggered climate change too you're aware of that we eh? t- yes we took it they out of its determined natural climate change was set in motion by smuggled iguana and now we know it's
0: the butterfly effect the too, iguana yeah. effect yeah. well yeah we we took we took this iguana from its natural habitat which was the balcony of our hotel <laughs> yeah. and uh and made it live in Ontario. Yeah.
1: And, and you paid, it's also and you paid the, time, the price. Responsible for the death of John Bonham. Like, it totally was... The, and maybe John Lennon. I thought yeah, you were going to say John too. Lennon. Yeah. Anyway, and all the other Johns. John okay, Wayne. So, so
2: we, we've established that apparently I'm incorrect. Apparently, iguanas evolved specifically to scramble up the sides of smooth uh, 1980s refrigerators. I, I have no idea how it got up there. Maybe the uh, refrigerator the, the, were very cluttered. back country. But I only yeah. point out the iguana because it's really the one... Detail of the movie that I that didn't quite work, and everything else worked for me. I I gotta give James Cameron uh, an incredible amount of credit because b- before this movie, well, right, I'm sure
0: he'll be well ready for that.
2: Well, he can't, he can't wait to hear. He's from He's gonna burst into tears yeah. when he when he listens to this podcast. Sure. Well, when he
1: won the Oscar for Titanic, you know, they, a lot of people haven't seen the tail end of the acceptance speech where he apologizes for the iguana in the tournament. Yeah. Well, he goes, I the, don't know what I'm I was the,
2: thinking. I'm the king of the world, Dylan. <laughs> uh, and you're right about the iguana in 18 years. When but it was, you, it when my, it was this in podcast. The, it it, is it my dreams. I had to put it in there. But OK, so that, now James Cameron is a director that I find really interesting. First of all, um, he makes the kinds of movies that I, I would love to make, which is Piranha uh,
0: to the Spawning
2: genre. It, it is, well, OK, let's talk about Piranha genre. to the Spawning. Actually,
0: actually um, the idea for Terminator came to him in a, he called a fever dream yeah. when he was in Rome, I guess promoting for some reason. Uh,
2: Piranha, Piranha, Piranha 2, 2 the, the spawning. spawning. Although uh, oh, the okay. courts
1: disagreed and said that the idea came from Harlan Ellison, hence the disclaimer in the closing credits.
0: Well, he also Harlan Ellison also got uh, undisclosed amount of money from. He uh, did, yeah. He
1: did. Uh, Harlan Ellison, for those who aren't aware, sued James Cameron because it's the the plot of a time traveler coming back to. Kill the mother of a future Messiah. They felt was lifted from an Outer Limits episode called The Soldier. By Harlan Ellison. Yes.
2: Uh, also, uh, to our our British listeners, it's fl- it's per- listener. per- piranha two flying killers. because it per- called there? Yeah, I have no idea why it's called flying killers in Britain and <laughs> well, you, and, we, and piranha 2, the spawning in North America. But there yeah. must be a valid reason.
1: Yeah. it's called it. uh, piranha two the quickening in Canada. It's oh.
2: it, it's just it's just the translation. But there can be only one. Yeah, only Fast one piranha. Fact. Uh, but Piranha Two: The Spawning. Now, okay, so I have a real soft spot for it. You
0: know, I've never seen Piranha Two: The Spawning. I should watch
2: that. It is so much better than the first Piranha, in oh, my opinion. Oh, come on,
0: Joe Dante's Piranha is awesome.
2: I, I I think Piranha Two: The Spawning is uh, actually it's interesting that you mentioned Joe Dante. Because he's another director where I, I, I always think if I were a director, I would make movies. I'd make fun genre movies. yeah good I wouldn't ones. make serious dramas or any of that crap. No, I'd, I'd, I'd want to be a Sam Raimi type or, or a Peter Jackson my, before Peter Jackson started sucking. My
1: favorite Piranha
2: movie is Killer
1: Fish with Lee Majors and Karen Black.
0: I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah it's pretty fun. It's not very good, but it's pretty fun.
2: But James, so along comes James Cameron, right? He's just some guy, and uh, he has an interest in. Uh, he's probably taken a couple of VCRs, and 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 that's how he edits, or whatever. <laughs> and, and 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 he gets a job working for Roger Corman, I think, on Battle Beyond the Stars, if I'm not mistaken. I don't. Yeah, know.
1: and Galaxy of Terror. He worked on a few. Yeah, so films. He, that's where he met Gale Ann Hurd, who was this collaborator on this film and they've collaborated many times since yeah he he, he, and, sold, he sold the rights to the terminator to
0: Gale Ann Hurd for $1 with the uh, express uh, condition he gets to direct it if they if they optioned it
2: and he got screwed on the rights so not only did he only get paid $1 um it it, it was something like i think i think the, the the rights to the terminator character and universe or or franchise or whatever um only reverted back to him like three years ago, oh, and, really? that, and that's why we got uh, Terminator Dark so, so, Dark so, Dark shit.
0: So so he's he's been like he's been broke since he's Not been living a lie. Yeah, he's wow. penniless.
1: Well, hand know, the you, project the project. You know, I hand wow. him a fiver from
2: time to time when I step over him outside the liquor store. Well, I thinking, he didn't earn is, a that's single that's dime. For he says from will, he says will 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 direct uh, 3D franchise films f- for food. Or the avatar. He has been doing. You know what, It was honestly, it was like I think I got paid like 35 hot dogs or something well, to direct bad. Avatar, which well, at so, the that's... time is more hot dogs than any but homeless he, director did, did had ever get, been offered.
0: Did he get them all at once? What do you do with 35 hot dogs? Well,
2: uh, I don't. He's
0: not. I, he's not
1: Kobayashi. He's not going to eat them in a minute.
2: Well, they they made Ziploc for a reason, man. Hmm. The and
1: Terminator and, film is my source of all time favorite Hollywood trivia. That being. I know, Shortlisted I, to play I know the Terminator, O.J. Simpson. Yeah, also, he was rejected for being too nice, and they, they didn't like the racial implications of a black bad guy chasing a female white female heroine.
2: Oh, what's up? Timeout. Oh, I have a fun fact. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I thought it was a technical issue. No, it's not. Okay. But I am on Wikipedia.
0: Oh, look at you, Mr. Fancy Pants. So,
2: Mr. Cameron was married to Linda Hamilton.
0: He was very no. really? in
2: 1997. That's correct. And after he fucked around on her, bastard, uh, she sued him and won 50 million dollars. Awesome. But that was after. That was 97. They, they were married. They were married. He during,
1: married her after T2, I believe.
2: No, no, during T2.
1: T2 is
0: 91. Yeah.
2: yeah. So yeah, so he had the 50 million, I guess. Oh well, yeah, yeah, he he's, was doing he's okay good for it. Yeah. <laughs> They're married in ninety seven. So when was he married to Catherine Bigelow? I, that's a
0: lot of hot dogs.
2: I guess that's during the first Terminator. I always thought that he was married to Catherine Bigelow and then he met Linda Hamilton on on Terminator and, and then cheated on Catherine Bigelow. And then yeah. and then uh
1: I don't know any of this stuff. I I, I I like this way better by the way, rather than discuss the film, I love discussing the private well, lives. Uh, he, on a trashy <laughs> level of the people
2: involved. Yeah, he married yeah. Big Entertainment tonight. So bef- okay, so the he, third wife I might add. Okay, so then Linda was Linda Hamilton was his third his third wife in nineteen eighty nine? He's been married five times. Well he and Gail Lamb. He gets Herd married
1: fucking five times. It's
2: like the avatar Gail of, of wives. Also a, That's know, correct. Terrible. Yes. Heard is the co-writer for the. Correct. For the
1: yeah.
0: Although he claims she never wrote a word of it. It's true. Yeah.
1: He also says that about Harlan Ellison, but uh, of course. Yeah he, was, he was, he, uh, yeah, he was. He was. He. had. A, he to sign, he had a, sign a, right. a, a non-disclosure. All I got a thing. quick.
2: I got a question here because that that Harlan Ellison thing to me sounds like complete and utter bullshit. Well, it sounds. Uh, like I, as in, I side with James Cameron on that one. If H. G. Wells had never written The Invisible Man,
0: but someone would have.
2: I know, but but like what nobody would have ever written a story you can't, you can't. about an invisible man. I just don't think that you can go, that guy goes back in time and like tries to kill a, mess, a messiah. It, it's not the exact story. What, what was, what, was it's like,
1: you know, Robin Thicke and the Marvin Gaye estate. That lame uh, blurred lines doesn't really sound, I think, like the Marvin Gaye song, but the courts... So
2: I guess I guess it's up to, to 12 cronies to just go like, well, whatever. The judge
1: or the juror, or whatever mood they're in, I guess.
2: I just don't think that the idea of going back in time to kill somebody to prevent... Uh, the present is that, that you, that is you that, came is that from plausible? is so particularly original that, like Harlan Ellison is like, there's absolutely no way anyone else could have possibly come up with this story. But he as came a as a, first, as, as a comedian, I get the, I hear this all the time. And before you guys say like, why Dylan, do you steal jokes? No, it's just comics are always bitching about other comics stealing jokes, and it's yeah. like it's like, well, I'm sorry, but your rectum damn near killed him premise is not so original that you, that you, that you can.
1: Well, I feel that way about
2: creative people come up uh, with creative ideas.
1: Yeah, well, that's how I feel about music. Dreams. When you hear about lawsuits, it's like there's really only so many riffs to go around. Of course, they're gonna repeat. Where
2: themselves. do you stand on the Ghostbusters? Uh, I, I want a new drug.
1: That was a total plagiarism. I think the songs <laughs> sound exactly like. And the other thing is, is that Huey Lewis was actually approached to score Ghostbusters and couldn't because he was working on Back to the Future. And secondly,
2: Ray Parker
1: Jr. definitely saw a rough cut of um, Ghostbusters that had Huey Lewis music. They were like, okay, we can't use Huey Lewis, but the rough cut had a lot of his tunes, apparently including I Want a New Drug. And those songs sound just alike. They do.
2: All right. So, see, there you have actual tangible evidence. There you go. Whereas with Harlan Ellison, it's just like... I I thought of a robot, and then Star Wars came out 20 years later. I, I, give me a hundred million dollars. Well,
0: uh, well, they they did settle for some cash, so I guess there was something there.
2: Sometimes he just settled to to shut them up, like like whatever. Okay, it's it's like the Coming to America thing. I I don't know if 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 that if I, I don't anyway whatever. I don't I know I've seen is.
1: somehow in some kind of universe where the Terminator and Marty McFly cross paths and oh, and don't Coming don't to America. Travel. And it, you mean the Eddie Murphy
2: movie? Coming the Eddie there? Murphy... Anyway, I, I don't really want to talk about plagiarism lawsuits. It, it, it's just going to get...
1: Barring? I want... No, A I plagiarist. want...
2: Plagiarist. Now, I have a great amount a of, of respect for James Cameron because, like, I grew up uh, uh, and he was kind of always around. Like, the Terminator was there, and then uh, Aliens, and so on. And I never really looked at the name of the. This is back when movies you didn't look at the name of the director. You just liked the movie and mm-hmm. talked about the movie, and that was that. And, and you knew, mm-hmm. and you knew like this, like Sigourney Weaver was a star or whatever. And then eventually you start noticing who actually put these things together and I well, start, That's
1: what you mean. And I
2: started noticing that like like two of my favorite sequels were d- written and directed by James Cameron, Terminator uh, Two and and, Piranha. and, and, and Aliens. Hmm. But Piranha Two the Spawning was something my friends and I used to rent and watch and we would like kinda of laugh at it. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. I went back and rewatched it knowing that, that it was James Cameron's first film and it's actually a lot better than it should be. I should watch that. I've actually said this on the podcast before that like it's a ridiculous movie about flying piranha, yeah. but it's well edited. You actually <laughs> the characters have an arc. Um and it's and it's it's a bit of it's a, it's a thrilling uh action it's flying be- piranha movie. Believable. Like the guy makes good sequels. Yeah. Um anyway, so he gets piranha to the spawning, a movie that nobody else wants to direct and he actually makes something out of it. Then there's the legend of James Cameron. Uh, getting into like uh, uh basically a battle with the studio who wanted a different ending or something
0: to the Piranha movie
2: to the prana to Piranha two and he he said oh, all right okay fine have it your way and then he edited it the way they wanted it to be done and then the night before they sent the the um the negatives to the whatever the the man wherever to... they mass produced the the actual movie that gets sent out to the, all the theaters I think it was I think it was Kinkos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they did, they did it on a photocopier. Yeah. But anyway, he broke into the studio and replaced replaced the the reels with what with his the version that he wanted oh. that the studio did not want because his version was too was too gory or something. And then they <laughs> just went and they mass produced it and sent it to the theaters. That's crazy. And, and, and the studios didn't say a thing about it. And then like 25 years later, he's like. Suckiness. You know what? I actually <laughs> broke in, and and I and like like he had no time. This is this is a first time director, and he had no time for the bu- bureaucracy well, of the studio system. Anyway, so well,
0: so I I, lo- I love the fact that he is he's so passionate about such a bad movie. Yeah. Like a pir- piranha, a flying killer a fish. Flying movie.
2: piranha movie. Yeah. But but as far as yeah, think from his perspective, like as far as he knew, that was the only movie he was ever gonna make. Right. And he'd be until, dead. He,
0: until he had this dream in Rome. A fever well, dream about a, a killer robot with like knives crawling across a kitchen floor.
2: I I heard it was a, it was um like a skeleton robot rising from the fire because yeah, he, he actually did paint it like I, I think he had food poisoning or something. They so
0: painted on his like his
1: body. Well, Schwarzenegger back. claims the concept art in James Cameron' home is in the likeness of O.J. Simpson because executives were pushing to have O.J. play the part. Well, apparently, they, but no one would believe he would—he was a killer. He was he a, killer. a killer. That was one reason, because yeah. he was on Monday Night Football it, at the It time. turns out so nobody
2: beloved. did believe it yeah. in the end. They
1: also considered having Lance Hendrickson as the Terminator and Arnold as Reese. Actually, Arnold, was he read for Reese first. And yeah, and it would have been like uh, what T2 ended up being with the, you know, big hulking hero played by Arnie be. versus yeah. the unassumingly much smaller guy who's actually tougher. Yeah.
2: And also actually, significantly less acting on Arnold's part if he plays well, the robot. Uh, actually,
0: uh, Mel Gibson was also – he turned it down. And someone else uh, – What, fam- he
1: turned down Reese or the Terminator?
0: Uh, the Terminator. Really? Yeah, and there's another guy too. It was like uh, someone else famous, like maybe Kevin Costner. Somebody somebody big at that time because uh, Mel Gibson was just famous because of The Road Warrior, which came out two, two years earlier. Yeah. But yeah, he turned it down. And then actually Schwarzenegger thought it was a piece of shit when he was making it because he was making Conan the, the Destroyer at the same time. Yeah. And uh, and uh, he, he was quoted as saying, yeah, I'm just working on some piece of garbage. Well, shit, Conan the Destroyer thing.
1: delayed the production of Terminator, actually.
2: Yeah, for like
0: nine months or something.
1: Yeah, it did. So he Because then he went to Terminator, you could tell because it's like the haircut, right? Mm. He wasn't what, wigging it.
2: Actually, what there. I find interesting, and I don't know if this is uh, – speaking of haircuts. Speaking uh, of haircuts. Uh, now, now, what, was this a deliberate choice? But I, I think in in like the extended universe of the Terminatorology or whatever, they they make a point of mentioning that. Okay, so in the in the in the beginning of the first Terminator, you see that horrible future, right? And yep. then it doesn't look that bad. And the sto- no no, I think it's great. No, I mean, I mean, like, yeah. it looks like a like it did. day at the beach. Well. You, you know in, in in T2 they say they say the Los Angeles yeah. 2029 20, and Which we got we, is, eight it ain't years not that th- far away. Yeah. And I don't think a nuke is going to is going to be necessary. I think it's just going to look like it's that. It's just going to
1: be the climate.
2: But anyway, so the premise is that the robots are losing the war and in a last ditch attempt
0: oh, robots?
2: In a last ditch attempt they they send uh, a terminator back in time and then the, the 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 good guys have to send Kyle Reese back in time yeah. because like, oh no. But then in T two they amend that to say, well, they sent two Terminators back in time to two different points in time. So in but
0: T two they did?
2: With that? yeah, with, with respect to the hair. Yeah, the story is that like it's like Hitler's bunker, you know, it's like it's like the allies are coming in, the humans are coming in, and so they send these two Terminators back to try and kill Sarah Connor, and and failing that, try and kill John Connor, right?
0: In the second one? Yeah. I don't remember two Terminators.
2: It was no, just no, no, guy. no. If you look at one and two as having the same origin story, right. then that's which, what then which, that's what happened.
0: Right. So they, they they just keep sending them back.
2: Well, no. See, this is where the third movie and all the subsequent sequels kind of just drop the plot. Okay, in the first... No, okay, because fir- the
1: first one... By the way, the machines have taken over because basically... Sky Another now. point we didn't bring up is that in the future, 2027 machines have taken over because humans in the in the 80s world of the Terminator have put too much power in the defense systems into the hands of robots. And right. then robots decide to declare war instead of fighting each other on the behalf on behalf of two opposing sides of humanity, like the yeah. supposedly like the communists in the, you know of the American Soviet Union, that, or whoever is that, is the two superpowers are at the time. Well, the, the robots decide to eliminate humans in general.
2: But that... that Probably de- not a bad but The
1: environment looks better uh, under uh, machine rule than it does right now. I don't know. It's, it's a little ah. dark and full
2: of skulls. And, yeah. and radiation and, and dead humans. Well, it is post-nuclear. Anyways. Okay, so... All right. Alex, you, you're correct. But if I'm not mistaken, that detail that you just you just said comes up in Terminator 2. It does, yes. Whereas in Terminator 1, it's kind of left like, well, who knows what happened?
1: Yeah, they don't know who started but, the war. But the
2: thing it. that Kyle Reese says is, well, uh, the, the, the we were winning the war, and yes. we, were, we were about to defeat the um, the robots. And in a last-ditch attempt, they invented time travel right. or, and, and sent a Terminator back. So in the, in the first movie, it's only meant to be one Terminator and one human. Well, that's so, what it so, is. so the stakes are like concentrated. Yes, but then T2, they amend that and go, okay, well, they sent two Terminators back and whatever. And, and well, you, that's T2. And, and, We're and talking and about you, T1. But, and you let it go. Well, I, I don't think you can really talk about T1 without bringing up T2. Well, Yes, you uh, can. No, 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 it, it was no, years no, Well, I, I just, I just watched... Last night, I re-watched Terminator 2 just to kind of brush up on stuff. and it's After like,
0: watching the first one, do you guys really want to watch the second one? Because I wanted to watch the second one immediately after I had watching to. the first one. I had to. There's no yeah. question.
2: And I wanted to do it before this podcast. Now, the rest of them, I, I, I could, could not care less. Oh, no, I couldn't no. care
1: less either. It's, I haven't be, 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 seen because, T2 because since because the Because as, 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 the, sequ- it
2: as the sequels go on, you start going, you know, to quote Red Letter Media is this their only solution to any problem in the future, is to send Terminators back? (laughs) Because then you're like, well, why don't you just go back to cowboy times? And one thing I've always wondered is, okay, so so let's say the Terminator is successful. Because in the third Terminator, a Terminator comes back and actually is really successful and kills like six people, right? Sure. Who are just like when they're teenagers or whatever. That's a lady Terminator. So Yeah, that's that's the one. But anyway, just in general, let's say that Kyle Reese – failed and and the Terminator killed uh um Sarah Connor.
0: Sure.
2: Well what then? What I then? why wouldn't the Terminator just walk into a mall and just start killing people? Like would a Terminator not just kill as many human beings as it possibly could no, well, that's what that, that's what that's what they're
1: programmed to do though. To do, though. But, but it does a lot of killing it wipes out an entire police station. Yeah. What they
2: suggest is that you're supposed to do as As minimal amount of um of time disruption, while still killing your intended target. Well, so so where is the minimal amount of time disruption when you when you're like killing a bunch of cops? Anyway, (laughs)
0: okay. Okay. Actually, but, but my question is: Say he did kill Sarah Connor, and what does he do then?
2: Well, see, now you haven't seen Terminator you Dark Fate, have you? Have you, seen, have I you have seen?
0: seen? I have seen Terminator Dark well, Fate. Well, you
2: saw what happened. He got all oh, right. He
0: yeah. He got, he got some goats who went and lived on a ranch or something. Yeah, right? he
2: got a, he got he he found a single mom and is like raising <laughs> some kid named Chad who hates him, and it's just he's just being this lame-ass dad. Well, the,
1: uh, <laughs> it's the no, thing, like that's no,
2: literally that is literally what happens in Terminator Dark Fate.
1: For me, I've ever felt about this of a film, even fate. though I I love the movie. But what I always think is is that. Okay, the the terminator's going back to to kill Sarah to prevent John Connor. Right. So, she had John Connor with whoever she had. Reese. And terminator went well, not or the original John Connor wouldn't have been born for, via oh, Reese. You, you so start that, yeah. So, having sex with Reese and getting knocked up by Reese wouldn't that be a totally different kid?
2: Why like, not necessarily
1: John Connor. It'd like, be like, ha- it's someone else's DNA. And they're like half-brothers? Could, 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 it could totally be, it doesn't matter. could have been anybody. you see what I mean? But, I mean, it would have it made slightly more sense if, like, Reese went back to protect an already pregnant Sarah Connor, but yes. the fact that he knocks her up,
2: it, Or maybe, she, like, well, she might have been pregnant. She may have been,
1: that's true, but the fact that, you know, it's a totally different father Can't than really it would have be. been in the first word. Like, what if It was the roommate's boyfriend! Yeah, what if she gives birth... <laughs> And Reese's kid ends up it's being a, this lazy guy who doesn't want to be the savior, and well, or is totally inept. You know, he's like, you know, he's
2: he's not the savior. He's a very naughty boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's not the
1: savior. He's a very you got naughty boy. Brian Connor,
2: that would be perfect. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah Gus
1: <laughs> Connor. It's about having Brian Connor instead of John Connor. Uh,
2: that was a, a random name I chose, I'm so, uh, D- Darren. I didn't. Would you say Gus? Yes? Yeah, I said. You, well, your kid would be the savior, and then Brian would be, be the. <laughs>
1: Brian's his brother. Oh my anyway, God. but again,
2: what I like about the first two Terminator movies is is that they actually have the time loop thing figured out. And they don't really make too much of a reference to the mechanics of time travel. Yeah. The problem is, in the subsequent sequels, with the exception of Terminator Salvation.
0: Which one's that one? That's is that the one, the one with uh, that, Christian Bale? That's the
2: one that takes place in the future, which is actually better than people give it credit for. Mm. Um we, I've seen okay. them all.
0: I've seen them all, and they just there's just—I don't Is, remember any. I, them I like it two. because
2: it's—it's it's the only one where they don't just go send someone back in time to kill his—I uh, don't know—his kindergarten teacher because she was nice to him, <laughs> or, and maybe he'll be grumpy and kill himself. Or, or like like, Skynet has no plan other than send things back in time nope. to the 80s and 90s specifically. Well, why why
0: didn't they send send like the Terminator back to kill Sarah Connor's mom, like yeah. in the 50s, which it would probably be a lot easier to kill. You know the anyone that you wanted,
2: or or just send a Terminator back to uh, the fucking 1600s and just go around shooting every human being so in just, Europe. So just so just, so just just kill everybody. But then but then, well, then they, they, but they, then Skynet never gets invented. Exactly. So they self abort. Exactly. So it so it has to be, do not disrupt the past as much as possible. So except, again, except I wonder. Except kill, kill all the cops. Except kill all the cops, right? Like. <laughs> But the good thing about the Terminator and Terminator Two is that they they just really um, don't don't lean too heavily into into these kinds of questions. And, but, and then it, because
0: in, if it, they if they do those, because then all the answers kind of fall apart. You that's can't, why,
2: like, that, there
1: yeah. is that bit of dialogue too towards the end of the film when Sarah is making tapes for the unborn John Connor, and she mentions making uh, about the the loop. Like in how if you think about this stuff too much, it'll drive you crazy yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Because there's, I remember that when I watched it the first time, I never really thought about it. It's like my sister pointed out when we watched the first time, it's going to happen all over again to her. <laughs> or is it? Will the changes they've made at that time prevent? See, well, you You yeah. shushed
2: me when I made my best point, which is <laughs> yeah, but it, you just in the note that Kyle Reese uh, brought back, it should have said, make sure to fuck Sarah Connor. Or no 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 no. Tell her to fuck Kyle Race <laughs> and maybe there it maybe maybe the future Armageddon is just a coincidence and Kyle Race is just some crazy pervert with a really really elaborate pickup line, oh. which is. You are the mother of a future genius, oh, but you have well, to have sex well, with me. Well, we were, talk- and, we're and, talking and, about that And earlier. that weird Austrian dude over there, <laughs> uh, he's actually a robot from the future said <laughs> so to kill you. And all of it was just like he's a, just, he's just a creep. He's well, the, we're just he's we're talking we're, we're talking about
0: that earlier today. He's like, well, why do we think of that as a pickup line when we're like, you know, our Randy twenty twenty something age? Like, yeah, like I'm from the future. We, uh, oh, I, I shouldn't use that it, 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 <laughs> it, it brings
2: a whole new meaning to "come with me" if you want to live. Oh, <laughs> come, come with me. Come with me if you want to live. Anyway, and then the Terminator, and then it tries it. Uh, you know, ten years later. Anyway, so the first two, I think, are, are have a perfect. Um, Cycle. Well, you know? I'm, I'm always
0: amazed that so many people have seen the second one without seeing the first.
2: That one. was me. I'd seen the second one yeah. like at least twelve times before I ever before. But
0: but it, did it make sense to you? I
2: guess like, like oh, it totally made sense. I guess it, it works as a standalone. Well, because she film. says like she said in the beginning. there's it's The same there's, with the there's, Aliens. There's
0: aliens ball... works as a standalone film, as even a, as though I
2: prefer Part One of both franchises. In fact, you know. Um, yeah, I, I I'm on the fence. I like I'm I more like... of a horror fan than action fan, and. I love Both them. the
1: first two of the franchise Alien and the Terminator are, are horror movies. See, I don't yeah, want to get into
2: the whole Alien thing, but I will say that I think Aliens is pretty damn horrifying. Like, well, I, it's a really I, good Well,
0: you know why it's horrifying? Sense. Because the first movie is so scary that that monster is probably, the, it's, in my opinion, is probably the best or one of the best monsters in the history of cinema. The, and, come and on, the, the leprechaun? <laughs>
1: yeah. Where's <wish> my gold? <laughs> uh, Rob Lowe and Bad Influence? But
0: uh, We but, haven't
2: done that one yet. I
1: know. But...
0: Um, that's what makes set the second one scary, is because you know uh, what these monsters are. But if you just went and saw the second movie without seeing the first which one, which I did, it's it's not those monsters aren't that scary. I,
2: no, I saw Aliens before I saw Alien, yeah. and it was, I was obs- absolutely terrifying. You didn't need the whole first. Oh,
0: I was obsessed with Alien when it like, came like, out. I had this like this beautiful picture book. My, 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 my first introduction
2: and- to, to the Alien universe was they land on this planet and and people are glued to the walls and and aliens are bursting out of their chests but
0: but the thing is that's way it's way scarier when you've already seen the first one you know what why it's Maybe but out I, of but I chest. was I was
2: plenty scared. And as for Terminator 2, um yeah, she does a quick monologue in the beginning and that's what's great about both Aliens and Terminator 2 is they both work as standalone films where if if you watch cuz cuz I had a weird experience watching The Terminator for the first time because uh, because I kept seeing it as as a prequel instead of just the first movie, which is a, a weird way to experience that movie. Because I was because my whole thinking was, I, there were times where I was where I was thinking, man, this is how you sh- you would should do a prequel because Hollywood is rife with prequels now that are that that totally miss the point. And are, are completely unbelievable, and and lean far too heavily into in, into uh, Easter eggs and that kind of thing.
0: Like well, uh, but like a, the uh, the thing is a perfect example of that. Well, see, like, I, th- that that could have been a really good movie, cause it's cause you know the, the way the thing starts is you know they the dog running towards it's, them.
2: And, it's a great premise for a prequel.
0: But it did not work, and I think part of the reason it didn't work is because the crappy CGI effects. Oh
2: man, okay. So qu- just a little side note on that. Mm-hmm. They uh, did you know they invested like. Millions of dollars into actually making that thing prequel that came out in like I think 2005, 2006, no no, 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 2011,
1: 2010, 2011. It came
2: well, out. okay, whenever it was, um, oh, they it, they actually went ahead and started making prosthetics and ru- and rubber creatures and that kind of thing because they because the director said I want to make this uh, an homage to the original and I want it to be well, s- the, I wa- he, he the said, original remake. He said I want I want it to be s- yeah the original remake. I want it to be seamless, and so they were actually. I think they even got like, was it Stan Winston who did the thing?
0: Uh, I can't remember.
2: Well, no, whoever. It was who, Rick Baker. Okay, Rick Baker. What? Stan
0: Winston did the Terminator.
2: Yeah. Right. A- anyway, they they found the same special effects company, and they were and they'd spent all this money and time making creature effects that were that looked identical. To uh, the 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 Kurt Russell the thing, and then the studio came in and said people love CGI. Oh god! It, it wasn't even a financial decision. They just said people love CGI, so we're gonna do it. And, and the director fought, and eventually the director lost. And then I and think then, they murdered him. So that's why I think th- I think that 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 thing 2010 11 whenever it came out, I think it's actually. A noble effort that it, it, with studio uh, yeah, appearance it ruined, it. ruined it. It could have yeah. been great. We should um, uh, get um, the original,
1: the Howard Hawks. One I thought we had that show. one. We don't. We had it at Cambi.
2: I like that movie because
0: it, it turns out he's just like a, just a big vegetable. He's like a giant but carrot. But
1: it's still scary. And it's a good movie. It's James RNS. Yep. Yeah. Matt yeah. Dillon. So he's like the great. actor Matt Dillon. Anyway, so anyway, so
2: island. so back to the Terminator. The let's talk about the effects.
1: You know, I, yeah, well, the yeah, the well, occasional well, for, shot of the rubber, Arnie face, was a bit, uh, you know, you could kind of chuckle at that. But overall, I think the film well, still it, it, looks it,
0: great. it won, I did won. I don't know, I don't think Oscars, but it won like sci-fi awards and stuff for yeah. best makeup and I won a lot of awards the the cyborg skeleton at
1: the end is terrifying it's killer like it's, yeah i've never seen
0: that i remember that's like that te- it was it's because it's unstoppable it just keeps yeah. coming and coming I, i'm sure and that... I, I think like back back in the day like you know you were we've been introduced to the unstoppable killing machines like jason yeah. and halloween guy and freddy and those kind of guys but um this seemed to be like because those are just
1: kind of goofy horror movies yeah, this was so like it, it for was... a sci-fi film realistic yeah in it's Unrelentingness. Yeah, and the <laughs> I mean, thing if is, seems... and thing is, it's terrifying looking. It's like the, so uh, scary, yeah. and the the big finale where the the Ernie coating melts off. Yeah, it's enough of an explosion, and it's an action pack that, if you're watching it for the first time, you could think, okay, it is over now. Yeah. But the fact that the skeleton rises up, which is great, and comes after. Yeah. Is so scary. And even yeah. after
0: even after he blows it in half, and yeah. it's still crawling after. And you know? by
1: the way, I we've shown this at the Rio many times. And in the very early years, when I was still a projectionist and I was managing, I came out in the balcony at one point, it was a pack screening of Terminator one and two back to back. And, Two women in the upper balcony were losing their shit.
0: What do you mean? What are they doing? taking their clothes off and dancing around like a like. No, vishes? they
1: were just freaking out. It's just so scary. They were like, it was like a thrill ride, kind of. Oh, but they were screaming out loud, mm. especially when the skeleton is
0: chasing. That's awesome. I love when you, I love when you can go to a movie Sarah and, and, the, and the, a movie will, like will elicit People that kind of reaction. People
2: are reacting in fear. Like, That's awesome. Because James Cameron, right? So he has his fever dream. Like what, what I remember is it was on the set of. Um, uh, Terminator 2, like like during production, but it could have been I, I don't know when it was, but he but he had some. You mean of, you
0: mean uh, the spot the par- Piranha 2. What did I say? Terminator 2.
2: Oh yeah yeah I meant Piranha 2.
0: I was just reading the, the Wikipedia uh, thing today. I'm just getting gleaning some information because I you know we watched the movie last Friday, had some drinks and
2: but I don't it, have any it, it, notes
0: because we're in a the theater, so I wanted to have something to talk James about.
2: James Cameron is this like multifaceted, multi talented person, right? Like he's a hell of an illustrator. He is. It is said of James Cameron that he can work any of the jobs on a set. Right. You know, where, he knows where that, he's you know. just like. Well, what? I, th-
0: I think probably uh, when you're working with Roger Corman, you learn all just, kinds of different stuff. Yeah. So,
2: so, and also he's he's impatient with people on set because he's like.
0: It's probably a dick. Don't I'm you right, know how to that.
2: light this thing? Whatever. No. And also, I don't care if directors are dicks. There's this As long whole you make thing. A good movie. Like directors should be nice. I don't care. Alfred Hitchcock was an asshole. You know. Anyway, he had some fever dream, and then he drew. What I remember was a skeleton rising out of a fire. Sure. Because he carries around a sketchbook and and uh, crayons, yeah, crayons. <laughs> like or whatever. Just
1: like you know,
2: DiCaprio
1: in Titanic. Well, th- those which are, he did his yeah he. Those did are his hands in that. Titanic. He'd
0: be yeah. like your Terminator girl.
2: Oh, it'd be amazing if he if he drew like like a a, Terminator the, the Terminator. <laughs> it's like oh, this makes no sense <laughs> in any in any movies haven't, haven't even been invented yet. <laughs> yeah.
1: Terminator comes back has to prevent the Titanic sinking. Right. No, he would he would make that, it. No, he, no, no, he has to prevent it. No, the, the it liquid
2: metal will. terminator would become an iceberg and and, and, and ram into it.
1: But only only Rose. after
2: Kyle Reese knocks up Kate Winslet. He has
1: to kill Rose cuz her real name's Rose Connor. She's Sarah's grand grandma. Oh
2: right? dude, this is oh. writing itself and yeah. I guarantee you there's already a treatment for this. Yeah. <laughs> Some writers have been paid like $30,000 for this. And Harlan Ellison's waiting. Well, anyway, so so, so he so yeah, so he all he had was an illustration. And then, um, based on the success of Piranha 2 The Spawning, they offered him, um, like, what do you want to do for a movie? And he he, he looked at that illustration. He's like, okay, let's run with this. Mm. And and, and then, interestingly, like halfway through the the, the filming of the production of Terminator, he found out that they were planning a, a sequel to Alien. And the studio said, if this Terminator thing works out, We'll give you a shot at writing the Alien sequel, and then like the guy has. I'm so impressed with James Cameron, cause he just keeps proving himself, and like it, it genuinely is a meritocracy in his case. A what? Uh, like like he's he gets promoted based on his on his strengths and not necessarily nepotism or So what, what, like that. so what is the word you used? Meritocracy. Meritocracy. I oh, never this heard the, that is, word is, is this is this mean the, based
1: on his merit?
2: Is this the new um, uh, Deus Ex Machina? <laughs> Do I have to explain everything to you knuckleheads? <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, Dude, I then, like I like learning things. I like learning words. But yeah, so so it's like, you know, and then and then Aliens is a hit and then Terminator 2 don't or, forget, or, The Abyss. Is, don't forget The Abyss. The Abyss was not Well, The Abyss made money. Yeah. You know. It sure was it does. was inc- probably I mean, and the guy is ambitious. That's what I appreciate about James Cameron. Yeah, he he
0: likes the big spectacle.
2: His least ambitious and interesting film, I think we can all agree, is True Lies.
0: Oh, I hate,
1: I I hate True Lies. I don't hate it. I I didn't like it at all.
0: I I only... Got ha- around to
1: see it, ha- it finally has, in the past year. I would actually never seen it. It has film. such an air of
0: unpleasant misogyny and racism, and it's just—it's—it's it's, a—it t- has a couple good action set pieces, but it's—it's—it's it's, it's a shitty movie.
1: It is a shitty movie, yeah. and it's funny you said that because when it came out, I remember Peter Travers of Rolling Stone, who who defends a lot of movies that other people condemn, gave it a middling review, and then wrote a separate article about. The misogyny of it. Yeah, well, there's the... and also when I was living in Montreal at the time, I remember a letter to like the the Free Weekly, and it was written by a bunch of students who identified themselves in the letter, like to the entertainment editor, as being Middle Eastern, and they were deeply offended by the film and the imagery, and it well, used fair to that's understandable to demonize. The Arabic and Middle, Middle Eastern characters. Well, there's there. there, 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 there's a yeah, st- true lies is a is in a very good. There, movie. There, there's
0: a scene in True Lies. Uh, I remember I saw it in the theater when it came out. It was like I can't remember what year 94 maybe? I can't it was. Ninety four maybe. I It was ninety four. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. uh, there's a, when he is interrogating, or, or he's watching his wife, Jamie Lee Curtis, being interrogated and and him and he's
1: snickering with J- Jim Belushi. is that this No no it's even worse it's uh, <laughs> what's his
2: name Tom Arnold
0: Tom yes. Arnold yeah a, po- a poor man, a poor man Jim don't, Belushi. I don't
2: yeah. know who's I I'm probably going to side on, in favor of Tom Arnold is in that I would rather watch a Tom Ar, Tom I would rather have dinner with Tom Arnold than fucking Jim know. Belushi. Well, but I'll, anyway I'll, I'll always laugh in know our what French we
1: have. film section here at the shop we have a section for Barr and Arnold and it always makes me think <laughs> of Roseanne. Barr i never thought about Arnold. that so that's really yeah. funny um, but, yeah, but there's that that scene and and, and, it's b- really being, and I, when i was watching it and
0: i'm you know i wasn't very up i wasn't very conscious of all everything anything anything really when i was that age
2: yeah you were baked
0: yeah and i, I was really uncomfortable and thought that scene was just awful and made me hate the movie yeah it's very well okay neat. and it, to, to, to 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 make me feel like that at yep. that time was like make uh, like, you
1: this
2: cold hearted so, so so, I know so ruthless so, arguably killing, sociopathic killing, monster so killing feel machine feel anything so Un- so unstoppable killing machine to bring it back to the to Terminator nicely done fellas uh, yeah I mean that's that 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 movie is his least interesting I think because it's the most grounded in um, stupidity I, I don't know it, it, it just it wasn't it wasn't a fantasy it wasn't really science fiction it was just a dumb action movie yeah Anyway, the guy has consistently um, done a lot with 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 whatever resources he he's been given, which is is pretty much all the resources. And let's not forget Terminator, or sorry, a a, a
0: uh, (laughs) Oh yeah, that movie would vote that song.
2: And I remember, like, for three months, every single thing you would read in the papers or, or or the press. The trades or whatever was this is guaranteed to flop.
0: Were you reading Love the Trade magazine? I was them? reading
2: uh, Empire Film Magazine. That's and, a good magazine, and, actually. Um, yeah, like a, a lot of British stuff because I was in Scotland at the time. And I was like, this movie is going to be terrible. And then sure enough, it's the biggest thing ever. And and then, it it then,
0: actually it was the biggest thing ever.
2: It was, it was, uh, it was, uh, it, it beats the Phantom Menace for, for highest grossing film It all was time.
1: before Phantom
2: Menace. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're was. right, it was. Sorry, sorry. It was before, no, and it, it didn't was 97 beat Phantom sorry. It beat uh, the biggest. I had, I had, sorry, I had Avatar and Titanic mixed up. But anyway, so my point is this.
0: Phantom Menace was never in the running for biggest it, movie, was it? it? In
2: 1990? are you kidding?
1: Uh, No.
0: It made a tremendous amount of money. Yeah, but it didn't make like Titanic money
1: anime The re-releases money. of the first Star Wars and E.T. were the top grossing, like uh, the re-releases in the 90s, and then Cameron topped them both. Okay,
2: yeah. Family. So yeah. anyway, so then ten years goes by, and you haven't heard a peep from from James Cameron except for this uh, a, a Ghost from the Abyss uh, documentary yeah. on IMAX.
0: I never saw that.
2: Which I'm told, but uh, which I'm told I, I, is I, very good.
0: I guess he's a, he was kind of obsessed with Titanic at that well, point. He's
2: obsessed with underwater. Anyway. Yeah. And this thing Avatar is apparently never going to come out, and there's no way that this is going to be bigger than Titanic. And then lo and behold, it's bigger than Titanic. I've never cool. seen Avatar. So, I missed it in three D. You know, you know it's, it, and it's, I just it,
1: haven't. Bu- I'll watch it when it eventually gets re-released. It's fun, in
2: man. 3D. It's fun. Watch it. It's okay. Like I've it's, always
1: avoided because I just think the visuals look so tacky. Blue the, creatures the, are just. I don't want to look at them. There, uh, there's a, there's,
0: a, there's a couple there's a couple really <laughs> lame, It's it's not a great film, but it's a it's it's an average film yeah. like for him at the other like true lies is the worst film that he's done, and this is for me the second worst film well tech
2: but tech technically speaking or technologically speaking or whatever uh the story of uh, avatar is, is is it's almost immaterial it's you go to you go it's to, with you, go to see, you, you go to see this to put on the three d yeah. goggles and I swear to God I was not prepared for how stunning. And immersive the special effects were. I was thinking about all of this when I was watching the first Terminator, and I'm like, so back in 1984, this stop motion fucking metal skeleton robot rising. I mean, that's like the equivalent. Like what what he did with six and a half million dollars back in 1984. Is is I I think like directly um. What's the word relative to 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 what he, what he can do with a hundred million dollars well, in two, in 2010?
0: Yeah, well, the thing is, if you look at his movies, a lot of his movies have that thing that you've never seen before, like the Terminator. And you look at the the abyss with the 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 moving water, like that was really cool. And then T2 uh, with the the melt yeah. the, the liquid. And, Robert
1: Patrick,
0: yeah. yeah, like it's just every and even uh, aliens too with the like the uh fight with the alien at the end with that giant cool machine that she's in. You know, yeah, yeah. Everything there's always something interesting you've never seen before. In and there's a, in a, a reason for it all too. Although Titanic, you there's not you know it's some boat well, sinking.
2: there's always a reason for the, the special effects, right? Like like in in T two, it's not just like my friend my friends my friend Dylan Cuff and I. Used to joke about they should make a movie about a special effect that escapes from the the studio and rampages through New York because because the you know the story is irrelevant because it's just all about the, the, the twister is the best example Uh we we now we know how to make uh, tornado Man. special effects and so I don't a know throw movie. Bill pa- P- Pullman Paxton
0: Pullman pa- 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 Paxton.
2: Paxton 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 I can't believe I make that mistake every time speaking uh, of Bill Paxton he's in this movie. Anyway, anyway, I I just think the guy knows how to make a little go a long way, and and there aren't that many directors I can think of. Or a lot go along. By like the key. way, is one of the
1: punks also the freaky helicopter pilot from Miracle Mile? I believe he is. He's yeah. also the bad guy
0: in Cobra. Yeah, he yeah. is
2: the bad guy in Cobra.
0: Yeah, yeah, the guy that guy. Yeah, he's got a sort of a big yeah. jaw.
1: You've been yeah. th- you've
2: been threatening to make us do Cobra on this podcast. I like a few to do times. Cobra. I think it'd well, be fun. Well, we it's should do
1: Cobra, but movie. with Patrick. Yeah. Patrick is obsessed.
2: Yeah. Okay. So. I, I don't know. Like the music I think is really great.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a little dated, but the but the thing it is that the 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 main like like that heavy do vroom, do vroom. Do, Yeah, do, which is do, which do. which really comes into play in this and T2 because their bones were in this one. It's that that's great, but all the other kind of the you know synthesizer 80s take
1: I it, don't it know. T- t- take it or leave it. They,
2: like there was a chase scene I mean, and and most of this movie takes place at night, driving through the streets. Yeah. But, yeah
1: very noir. But like that
2: Hashtag that noir. first like chase scene.
0: They were chasing. I this. They, probably I thought, got cops involved.
2: Yeah, the music wasn't particularly memorable, but but I do remember thinking it was it was appropriate. Um, which I also focused on in in, in when I watched Terminator 2 last night. Man, these movies are so are so similar.
1: Part two. Uh, I remember laughing out loud in the theater. Me and a friend. At the desperate plug of the Guns and Roses "You Could Be Mine," like they play it on the like the, the kid has the radio on his lap yeah, while he's yeah, being yeah. doubled on the motorbike and right. he's playing like as part of the soundtrack right. itself, rather oh, than just and, and, and sounding shitty and just. And then like, that, and motor then, motor also that yeah.
2: de- that desperate plug for um like a box of roses when when the Terminator is like, like hiding, oh, a lo- sh- hiding a I shotgun. I love that scene because after that, I'm like, I want to buy a Guns and Roses album and I'm gonna buy some fucking roses
0: <laughs> and then and a gun.
2: Um. Oh man, you could, Oh, I never you, thought of that joke. You, you, you could yeah, awesome. not get away from um uh, uh that, that God cuz I never liked Guns N' Roses ever.
0: I had, <laughs> and I had and that you, you could not escape,
2: you could be mine. Yeah. And it drove me nuts because the the, you, the, is, the music video would be all these awesome scenes from Terminator 2, yeah. but I would have to sit through Guns yeah. N' Roses' music. I don't know that song. You could be mine you but way down.
1: Uh,
0: I gave up it after the bad. first album. It's a bad scene. Yeah, only yeah. the
1: first album's good. By the way, uh, Welcome to the Jungle used well in the Deadpool. Lip-synced by Jim Carrey. Not Deadpool, oh, sorry, the, the Ryan uh, Reynolds movie. The, the, Deadpool, yeah. the Dirty Harry film. Oh. Oh. To this, Jim Carrey's in there? Jim Carrey yeah, is... Because the Deadpool begins with the music video being filmed. The director's Liam Neeson. And the actor what? lip-syncing... How when have I not known this is before? Jim Carrey, and yeah, he yeah. Dies right away, and Harry's. Wow. Oh. Harry, Harry's but, on but the case. That,
2: that, which is the only Dirty Harry movie that I've seen is the Deadpool. Really, the first film is uh, brilliant. Yeah, it's the sequels great. aren't. I, have,
0: I, I I like. I like Magnum Force.
2: Anyway, let's not go down a rabbit hole here. A Dirty Harry rabbit hole. Let's not go down that, on that topic. dirty hole. Dirty Harry meets the Terminator. The interesting thing about Terminator 2, like like when I watched it last night, was. It's like James. It reminded me of Evil Dead too, in that it was almost like James Cameron looked at it at like, oh, I could just remake this movie that where I had yeah, no budget, a little bit bigger budget, with, with yep. a bigger budget, and just do it better because it's beat for beat. This it's the same story, it's yep. the same plot. I mean, there's, well, there's John Connor's been born characters. in in T uh, two. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you you see his mom getting it on, huh? In T one. Yeah, was with
0: that with that blatant body double.
2: For, was it really?
0: Oh, totally. Oh. Was totally I, could, I didn't think it was. A body you, I totally thought it was a body double.
2: Do you think yeah. she was Liquid Metal?
0: Yes. <laughs> just.
2: <laughs> but but it was like like watching the Terminator. I I, I just saw all of I, all I could say is it's it's a it was a perfect prequel to Terminator Two. But I know it's ludicrous to say that. Well, i you, know? you say it then? I don't know because there's a microphone on my face and you guys aren't saying anything. That's <laughs> well, like,
1: because you're saying everything. It's all about time travel, so why not oh. go back in time?
2: Uh, is there anything else? I mean, I mean the effects. We've well, th- we tra- talked about the effects. I, I I love the rear screen projection. I love the miniature. It, the miniatures they look fake now. Well, the, what what the were the time, miniatures? Almost, in the very beginning, when you see the future, it's like it's 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 quite clearly. Oh right clearly, right right. But, yeah, but, but, always... but again, I love that they made these little. That these they, 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 little they, skulls, yeah, oh, no, imagine yeah, making a, all the tiny skulls.
1: Well, yeah, the little them. tag tread running over the it's tiny so cute. Little skulls. Well, you know, I've
2: always liked you know,
0: the way the terminators come back, they ball of lightning and yeah. then they're thrust naked for some reason, always into an alley. Like, why,
2: why, yes, yeah, never the well, Super not Bowl. The first
1: yeah. one, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> no, <yeah>. he appears, <laughs> it's like the observatory or whatever.
2: Well, it's wherever the location of that of that machine, the time travel machine, was, right? Yeah, but
1: well, like, what if it's,
0: it happens like in a classroom or something, or like at, at the Super Bowl? Yeah. Or, that that would be like a lot more interesting, like in a in a Macy's or whatever. You know, it's 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 always in a dark alley. Yeah, well, just I that, have
1: no complaints. Well, I mean, well, I'm I, not
0: complaining. I just. I'm
1: complaining. I, I'm
0: just. I'm using We're gonna send the
1: Terminator back after you. I,
0: I'm I'm hypothesizing about things happening differently. Uh-huh. That's all.
2: I mean, I think it'd be, I think it'd and be again, it's like as soon as you start like, asking questions, because then like he,
1: if OJ had played this part, maybe he never would have disgraced himself. He would have become a big, super butterfly effect, man. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he never would have been a murderer no, in real life. I yeah. don't think
2: so, because OJ, I mean, like, say what you will, about Arnie, he's, he's not the world's he's not a master thespian or anything. Yeah. But he, but I actually think Arnold California Governor th- OJ he's, he's I,
0: perfect for this. I think yeah, Ar- I th-
2: actually think Arnie gets a, a bad rap when it comes to acting. Everyone's always like, oh, the well. World. As far not, as he, well, I'm well, concerned, you know why? Because he's
1: not that good. For movie
2: monsters, so, hey, are, so are a lot of famous people who who people like revere as being these great actors. But for movie Ooh, monsters, no one's ever
0: revered Arnold as being a great actor. I, I'm
2: not saying I'm not saying.
1: So, so, sorry, Alex. For movie I, monsters. Karloff, Frankenstein, Schwarzenegger, Terminator—it's one of the greatest movie monsters. ever. I agree. He I does a, a, a completely I, iconic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Job. Which, which would have been weird knowing I, that he was—he
0: was—he up for the Reese role. Yeah. Because like it, it wouldn't—I I kept seeing this movie work at all. The, the, well, the first, first, one, the, first anyway.
2: of all, he, he couldn't hide. Like, no. like get get down in the car and like and then <laughs> oh, no, oh he's, he's right, right over there.
0: I'll just use this giant. Then I'm
2: getting
1: it out and letting him I'm like I've traveled across time oh, because I love you, sir. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you know, you know, he only had 17 lines of dialogue in the whole movie, yeah. under 100 words, and uh, and the, the line I'll be back. He didn't want to do it because he couldn't say I'll because of it because of his his <laughs> yeah. accent. He wanted to say, "I will be back,"
2: but James Cameron.
0: He say, uh, it, Cameron insisted, "No, it's got to be, I'll be back," well, the, the, and it became one of the most iconic lines course. in movie history.
2: The, the way Arnie, I, I saw this thing with Arnie the other day where he was talking about that, and he says, "Like, so I say, you know, to uh, James, it, it sounds weird with my accent. Like, I, uh, I'll, I'll be back. It's just not, it, I, I, it's just not strange." And he says to me, well, "How would you say it?" And I say, "I will be back." <laughs> and he says, No, I'll be back. <laughs> like, like, yeah. I don't tell you how to uh, say, uh, say that. I tell you how to say, you don't tell me how to direct. I do not tell you how to say the lines. Yeah. That was my attempt. So, oh, so, I so, attempted an Arnie. So you were doing, you were doing, I thought Ar- I thought you, were doing Arnie. you
0: were doing Arnie, you were doing James Cameron doing Arnie. I was, part
2: I, that. I, I, I was doing Rich Little doing oh. James Cameron. Oh. Is Rich Little still alive? No. That's, I like That's is, what made my impression is, even is, more is, impressive. Is he dead? Is I had to go into another ethereal oh. realm. To be that hack. Oh, My favorite crazy. rich
1: little is uh, little Richard.
2: Don't. That's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so uh, Terminator
0: two. So, do we have anything? You guys? Terminator one. Anything Terminator left? Terminator one.
1: It's a classic. I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. See it if you haven't already, and if you have, watch it again.
0: You know, I have to just. I could. I could watch it. Again, anytime. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoyed it so much watching with you guys. It was fun. Yeah. I've owned a DVD fun.
1: for years. It's, it was
0: fun going to the theater. Yes.
1: It,
2: it's I think it's... it's a my t-
0: first time in a year. Last time I was in the theater, at the Rio, I saw Cats.
2: Oh. Whoa.
0: Yeah. And I was really hoping that Can was Can you imagine
2: be... if you died of COVID? I was going to say,
0: and... <laughs> <laughs> I thought the last movie I saw in the theater was Cats. Would have I been mean, a... I'd be I'd, my I'd sad because you're dead, but I feel yeah, like
2: well. his last movie was Cats, and that's kind of funny. Yeah. Actually,
0: uh, it's not a bad way to go.
2: The Cats gave him COVID.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think uh, that uh, ter- the, the the Terminator um, is a testament to an up- a, an upstart young talent uh, with with a creative vision um, who just c- cared the fuck out of this movie. Yeah. Like he like he clearly loved making this movie. I mean, well, every everybody involved did a great job.
0: Yeah, he had he had to get financing. Because uh, when I can't remember the studio, Reiner was was say we could we'll do this, but you got to get financing.
2: I think it was Karolko, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: I'm not sure. Uh, but so uh, he had uh, him. And he was friends with um, Lance Henriksen at the time. So he had Lance Henriksen pretend he was a Terminator and go into some guy's office and kick the door in, and with his leather jacket on and sunglasses and just sit in the chair not say
2: anything. Are you serious? Yeah.
0: I was reading about this, this today. You know, it was it was crazy. <laughs>
2: that is the craziest thing I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah, and so
0: then Cameron came in and then, and calmed everyone down and explained what was going on. <laughs> but
2: you know what? You hear stories like this all the time. Yeah. And but oh, it doesn't always work. Like when Sean Young showed up in a, in in a, a leather Catwoman outfit <laughs> for
0: Cat for a Catwoman
2: or no, for Batman for, for Batman Returns. Oh. Um, because she. I, really, like, I, I could, like I like I like Sean Young too, yeah. but that's a, that's a case where she put on. Similarly, a Mm. leather outfit. And showed up and like obviously I'm Catwoman, and it's like, um, no, we're no. going with Michelle Pfeiffer. Isn't that yeah. how you do
1: most of your gigs? You just show up like unannounced at the club oh, and go uh, on stage and start telling jokes as Catwoman. I
2: break into people's homes yeah. and, and wake them up <laughs> in a, from a deep sleep yeah. and tell <laughs> yeah, and just telling tell
1: jokes. Just, at them? Kids' birthday yeah. parties, you show up and then I and then, I, and then I
2: insist it. they pay me, or I'll, or oh. I'll get my agent to sue them.
0: Yeah. The Wikipedia thing, and it's so they're describing things with the plot, and I'm reading it, and um. Trying to find Sarah Connors, uh, all the Sarah Connors to, to kill Sarah Connor. Yeah. And uh, and it says he's looking through a uh directory, and 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 under the directory they have like a little blue line, so you click on it to find out what that is. To so what a
2: phone book is. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Do so you click and it takes you to it says it's a phone book. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's awesome. I thought it was you so funny. You know what?
2: In the future they will actually have time machines, yeah. and kids will be like. They'll have a more of an understanding of, of the time machine than yeah. the phone
1: book. Well, whenever, yeah, when, when, Reese
2: would have needed that explained to him.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, whenever whenever I'm I'm watching a, a movie, whenever my wife and I watch a with Gus and someone's on like a rotary phone, or doing that kind of thing, and we all we've, that's a
1: telephone. Because yeah. it's got the cord yeah. attached to it. <laughs> well, it's funny to think, yeah, telephone. That phone booths once had the the built-in phone book. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yep. And you could, it, and, and it, in, in movies, you could always go to it and rip out the page you yeah. want and then leave. Well,
2: Marty <laughs> McFly, I always imagine in Back to the Future someone coming up and lo- looking for someone instead of Doc Brown looking for like David Br- Bronstein or whatever, and like, what? I I guess this guy doesn't exist because he's <laughs> not in the phone book. Yeah. What do I do? I am time travelers always coming to the past and ripping out pages from the <laughs> yeah, phone <I> book. <laughs> like because a apparently serenity, yeah. in the future, there is no device you could carry in your pocket that would give you a listing of where these people live. Yeah. Uh, with it, it did make me laugh that this computer from the future... And, and in fact, in Terminator 2, it's the same thing. Okay, in the first Terminator, it's like, should there not already be like a, a computer database of all of your enemies? You yeah. Know? What, but whatever, I'm not gonna. What maybe the, Maybe it's the computers emerge separately, and they and they, and they don't have maybe they don't have the internet in the future. I don't know. But um, but with T2, it's that the dog moment where where uh, uh Edward Furlong or John Connor phones home, and the dog is barking in the background, right. and the liquid metal Terminator is taking over his 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 uh, um his, his, step-mom uh, uh, or his stepmom or whatever stepmom or, or whatever adopted mother whatever.
0: She, she so it doesn't have like pinned to the the wall. And, with and, a well, milk yeah, that's carton, the amazing
2: yeah. bit where she yeah. and she gets him right through the milk to yeah. his yeah. face. Yeah. But the dog is barking, and then the, the Arnie uses John Connor's voice and goes like, "Hey mom, uh, why is Wolfie barking? You know, because yeah. the dog's name is actually Max." Right. And then he just hangs up and goes like, y- "Your foster parents are dead." Right. <laughs> yeah. It's great, but yeah. it's like, well, hold on, there wasn't the dog didn't have a name tag <laughs> or like. <laughs> There's no record of registering this dog at this address that the Terminator... Okay. Well, I mean, he did all his research. Well, but this Terminator is, is, per- is pre-internet
1: time travel. Yeah, they can overlook details. They're not going to know Well,
2: uh, Yeah, of course. And I would hate for him to go a full, to, to, to follow George Lucas and try and go like, back and... and oh, and, like,
1: please don't touch CGI anything. in something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyway, so yes, uh, 1984, The Terminator is great. It is a movie uh, of its time.
0: 1984.
2: Isn't that what I said? Oh my God!
0: You said like, like 2029, I think, is what you said. That's not what I
2: said. God. You said 1994. These, these, uh, these. Uh, Your grapefruit neutrality. All are, I know yeah, is it's 2027.
1: There's going to be some serious Terminator parties going on. Or when's the movie? 2029. Nine, yeah. So we got so eight years. Yeah, there's going to be memes uh, galore if, think, we names are... so, yes. um, guess, if we survive.
2: So, um, I guess, I yeah. guess, I guess let's let wrap this puppy up.
0: Well, let's uh, well, let's uh, say, well, we always we loved it.
2: Well, yeah, no, I yeah. mean, I mean, yeah. let's let's classic let's, let let us do the the the, the, the ritual. So yes. let's start with you this time, Darren. Yeah. A, does the movie hold up? Totally. Okay. And secondly, <laughs> it's Monday here at Black Dog Video. I love which Mondays. Which is two for one Monday. I don't hate Mondays. A, I love Mondays. A customer want well, yeah, you didn't you didn't shoot up a school. Not yet. Yeah. Anyway. It's a Bob Geldof reference.
0: Yeah, well, actually, Bob I'm,
2: Geldof didn't murder anybody. Anyway, sorry, sorry
0: disclaimer. St- I'm not actually going to shoot up a skull let's, ever.
2: Let's start that again. Well, you never know.
0: No, no, I know. Never say never. No, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to do that.
2: We're not putting this in the podcast. I, I was thinking this was an edit-free recording, but apparently now. Now
0: we, we got now we got the FBI after us.
2: So yes, and, and
0: or whatever the Canadian equivalent of the FBI is. Csis. Csis. And they're
2: terrifying. The
0: CIA with no, their name
2: that sounds like penis. <laughs> Okay, so let's try that again. Darren, does The Terminator 1984, directed by James Cameron, hold up?
0: It sure does. I loved it. I be, to be honest, it was so much fun to go to the theater with you guys, my buddies, Greg included, of course, and uh, watch, uh, have some beers and watch The Terminator on the big screen.
2: It was, and get shushed by some librarian.
0: Yeah, some old uh, like yeah, some crusty old, librarian. Some old
2: bitty. Second question <laughs> It is Monday here at Black Dog Video, which, as you know, is two for one Monday. A customer brings the Terminator up to the counter. What movie would you recommend that he or she or they or them or first what, I, first uh, I'm gonna st- rent as a companion film? To well, this. first
0: I'm going to say, cool, rent the Terminator. I just saw the real last week. Um, secondly, uh, and, and,
2: and T2 is a given. We're just going to say yeah, that. No, no, right? I'm not. I'm not going to recommend T2. T2 is a given. But I was trying to. Th- I was trying to think, you
0: know, because I like I like killer robots. I like unstoppable killing machines. So I'm going to recommend a movie that we did for our podcast two years ago about a robot who killed called Deadly Friend.
2: Excellent. Yes. Friendly Dead.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> we had I had so much fun watching again with you guys. It's the only time we've ever actually watched the movie and then the podcast. we immediately afterwards.
2: Yeah, this is the, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And we're we're a little tipsy, I think, uh, for uh, some. I remember for some point in that that uh, evening. We, we, but we, uh, dead, yeah. Deadly Friends, it's it's a fun, crazy West Craven West movie. Craven film. Yeah, but, there's uh, a
2: beautiful young robot. She, yeah, Christy Christy Swanson. She, she bashes uh, the, uh, the old lady from Throw Mama from the Train's <laughs> with head with a basketball. <laughs> basketball. It's so great. I wish I could remember her name because she's so great. And Anne Ramsey gets her head exploded. Yeah. yeah. Is it her or is it someone else? It's Ann Ramsey. It's It's Ann Ramsey. Owen. Owen and then and somehow a basketball explodes her head. Yeah,
0: cool. It's a robot throwing. So
2: Deadly Friend is uh, is Darren's pick. Alex, same two questions. Does it hold up? Absolutely. And what do you recommend to go with the terminal? Absolutely hold
1: up. I'd do one or t- uh, as usual, I have more than one pick. Yeah, I have eleven. It would either picks. be another Ernie being Total Recall, just because it's a blast. It's not nearly as good as the Terminator. A, a fine well, choice. Well, no,
0: it's it, it's a fun film. It's yeah, like I, I, watched I watched it, it again
1: during lockdown. It yeah, is too. a really fun movie, but it doesn't hold up as well as Terminator. It's a blast. It has though. some cheesy bits in it, but it's it's a good film. It has for sure. a bl- it's a it's Vorheben, so it he's had, like yeah, yeah, you gotta like it. So I would. Uh, yeah, and it's funny you say that, because apparently there's a there's a note-take. It was floating around on the internet during the making of True Lies. Apparently, uh, he yelled out in frustration at one point, James Cameron, let's just get Paul Verhoeven to direct this. Really? It would have, would have, probably would have been way better.
2: It would have, anyway, it would have actually. There would have, anyway. anyway a better director, But Total
1: Recall, or a much gentler take on time travel, a movie... No, I, I know you're like a say. lot called somewhere in time. Oh, I, I can't, can't believe that. you're
2: We're going somewhere in time. Christopher
1: Reeve and Superman. Jane Seymour. It's a gentle love story time travel film. Although it does also consider the implications of of the effect it'll have on you in the present day if you butterfly Yeah, if you undertake such time travel. So it'd be one of those two: Total Recall or Somewhere in Time.
2: It's an interesting pick because Christopher Reeve became a cyborg. He did. <laughs> Never mind.
1: He did.
0: You mean because, because he had metal legs or something? I don't understand.
2: Never mind. It was the most tasteless thing I've ever said into a microphone.
0: Wow, you said a lot of tasteless
1: things. By the way, Christopher Reeve. Almost oh, he's dead now. Recall. He doesn't
2: care. Tragedy
1: uh, plus time. Right?
2: Um, I, I thought maybe enough time had gone by that I could make a Christopher Reeve joke, but it wasn't.
0: Why want to send the cyborg thing?
2: Because
1: uh,
0: he's because he, he's in a wheelchair. Yes. Well, that's not a cyborg. I a have,
2: by the way, I have a friend, a comedian who who is in a wheelchair. Do you make fun of? And this and I of this no, time? I often refer to him as uh, as a Terminator ancestor. Oh. And he thinks it's hilarious. So I can say anything as long as someone I He's know finds inside, it though. funny. Anyway, yeah. okay, so I, uh, that's two things we have to cut out of this one. <laughs> Nothing's being cut out. Uh, as for me, um, I would say that yes, absolutely, it holds up. In fact, it was much better than I was expecting. Um, it's terrific and i love the 80s stuff which is like a time cap it's got the time capsule element we have we, we didn't really talked about the roommate and her, and her creepy boyfriend and stuff like that but oh, who, yeah. but who cares actually I, he
0: was he was in um Roxanne which a movie i really like oh is
2: he the big dumb guy yeah
0: he's a big dumb guy in Roxanne he's really funny in yeah. Roxanne yeah it's a, it's a great little film well um, my,
2: do you want to change your pick to Roxanne no i'm okay uh, if it were monday and somebody asked me for a, a companion film Oh, it's, T2? It's a hard no, no, T2 is a given. T3? T2 is a given. Uh, it, I'm going to say check out, believe it or not, Piranha 2, The Spawning, because it's another example of James Cameron doing a lot with, with an even smaller budget. Right. And, and, and you see just how good he is at... Uh, at, at how resourceful he is with gonna with, with, with the lighting out. and the editing and, 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 the and all of it. I think we should probably do it as a riff track. I think it would be a lot of fun because it is a ridiculous movie. It's Flying Piranha.
1: Right. You were doing a riff track and, the other um, night during Terminator. And if we, and if, during the Terminator screening, you did a fine imitation of a vibrating cell phone. Left on during <laughs> the movie.
2: Ouch. You cut me to the core, sir. Uh, and if we don't have that... Um, well, we I, I, Westworld I think would be a really fair companion piece yeah, b- sure, because even Arnold Schwarzenegger on the set the TV uh,
0: show or the uh, movie
2: uh, I, the TV show I find tedious yeah. uh, I love the movie
0: the movie's great um, and, he, and,
2: he, and even Arnold Schwarzenegger is said to have based his performance on on Yul Brynner in Westworld <laughs>
0: based his performance yes he just walks around like saying you, his 17 the, lines the guy
2: does not get enough credit I think he's a better actor I think he does comedy really well he he's does not, action really well,
0: well he's fine he's not what you call a good actor but he's fine he's yeah. competent and he's got Better with age. I like I like old Arnie. I like his uh, yeah. the old grizzled Arnie.
2: Oh, I thought you meant like virile Arnie, like Hercules in New York City.
0: Yeah, I've never seen. Uh, I don't know. He's he's problematic when he's younger.
2: <laughs> okay, well we will leave it at that. Problematic. Mm. The, mm. Uh, we do have something to announce, however, Friday, we do? Friday, August thirteenth. What are oh. we doing, guys? Oh,
0: I I think I'm probably gonna. What was it? It's a Friday. I'm probably gonna go to bed early. Maybe you have a cup of warm cocoa. Incorrect!
2: What? Uh, What you are doing is you are joining me and Alex here at Black Dog Video for an all day, all uh, night, all day, all night marathon of every uh, Friday or Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yes. Okay. So last year we did a successful fundraiser for the Vancouver Food Bank where we watched every single Friday the 13th movie on Friday the 13th. Alex had no problem with
0: it. To be honest, I had a blast. It was fun. We started, I think, at 11 in the morning.
2: 9 a.m. Nine. No, we started, Well, no, we got here at 9. Yeah,
0: we started at 10 a.m. We finished around 3 a.m. You yeah. till until 5 a.m. because you, watched, uh, the, you watched the one X. in space. Yeah. It was
2: like the end of The Long Walk by Stephen King. He, he just kept watching Jason movies. <laughs> yeah, I went
0: home at 3. Um, I, I,
2: I, I did not watch Jason X because it's not a Friday the 13th movie. Anyway, so kind of is. it was such a success that we've decided that every Friday the 13th we will do a horror movie marathon right here in the store. This year we are doing the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Yep. Yes. We are going to dress up the shop to make it look like Elm Street. Oh, we're, we're oh wear, I thought we were
0: going to make it look like Alex's bedroom. We're
2: going to wear uh the J- Johnny Depp's bedroom, <laughs> where it's just a <laughs> hole with a bunch of blood. Yeah. <laughs> and then an Amber Heard with a piece of shit on the edge of the bed. Yeah. Um,
0: but why don't we bring like a bed in, like, a, and then we'll make a big bloody hole in the middle. We'll just sit in the bed <laughs> and watch. That's right. The movies. It's in the
2: bloody bed. Tucked yeah. In, <laughs> so, <three of> <laughs> we don't know what we're going to do. Oh, yeah. we all tucked but, in. But we, so cute. But um, check out the website blackdogvideo.com, blackdogvideo.com. Blackdogvideo we have two of them, mm-hmm. and uh, you know for further updates, and we will encourage you to to donate online. Uh, it's gonna be great. To, we're, gonna to be, we're gonna be to bring food by the shop. Yeah, we're gonna be
0: giving away fabulous prizes. We're gonna hit up all the local businesses again. Hopefully they'll be as generous. I'm sure they will, as they were last time, because we got lots of great stuff. Yeah. Uh, every movie we'll give away some cool things. Yeah. We'll live stream it. It's gonna be a blast.
2: It's gonna be a really good time. It's gonna be the best thing the, you'll do all that summer. That is fri-
0: possibly in your whole Friday, life.
2: Friday, August thirteenth, two thousand twenty-one, right here yes. at Black, Black Dog Video. And to make things even more exciting for me, I have to be. I'm going to Winnipeg the next morning at 8 a.m. <laughs> so uh, I to to hang out with my girlfriend's family for the first time ever. Oh, so, this, a, so I'm gonna have a bunch of I'm gonna have a bunch of Freddy in my head yep. and no goddamn no sleep.
0: sleep. And you're probably gonna be hungover because and we're, probably hungover. Well, so we'll start drinking as soon so, as the shop
2: closes. You know, um, just stay tuned and uh, and that that will be happening. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors.
0: Tell your enemies. Tell your we have been enemies.
2: recording this at Black Dog Video, which is at 1470 Commercial Drive here in sunny East Vancouver. Oh, it's actually dark
1: now. It's, uh, it's nighttime.
2: Well, it is now. Uh, but where's but, the best place in this neighborhood to
1: get your hair cut?
2: Oh, Jefferson's. 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 Um, I love it. It's great. They, they, right, that's they, where we, I go for all we, my hair needs if you want to talk about Marvel movies and Star Wars and shit like that with some geeks w- w- who actually cut your hair well mm-hmm. that's the place for me, so check out uh, Jefferson's Barbershop uh, thank you to Greg for being Thanks our again, master Greg. technician uh, long-suffering Thanks, Greg. Yeah. sitting there Thanks listening for to us, up with us talk out our asses I have been uh, Dylan Reimer uh, thank you for listening, and who have you guys been?
1: I've been Darren Gay and I will be tomorrow as well
2: and Just I'm Alex and Chisholm.
1: Me. Hopefully I'm still Alex Chisholm in 2029. And, and you're still honest. alive? You, and you're not a Terminator? Until then, not a Terminator. You'd be a great Terminator.
2: You, yeah, I, you'd make a pretty yeah. good Terminator.
0: Yeah, you're, you're, you're big. You're uh, imposing. You're lifeless. But, but the
2: thing is, Alex, you never get anything done, so you'd be a procrastinator. Uh, Let's leave it on that. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. <sighs> and, uh, you know, if, 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 uh, if someone tells you, come with me if you want to live... Go with them. Have sex with them and yeah. and, uh, and, get, their baby. and and
0: get pregnant. Yeah. That's the best thing you can do to save the
2: future. Good night. The Black Dog After Dark podcast is recorded at Black Dog Video on Commercial Drive in Vancouver, Canada. Presented by Alex Chisholm, Darren Gay, and Dylan Reimer. Is produced by Dylan Reimer and Darren Gay. Alex just kind of stands there and drinks beer. The intro and outro music was recorded by Tiger Burning Bright, composed by Jeff, who works at Jefferson's Barbershop, also on Commercial Drive. You're dead, honey.